Alright, my friends, real quick, and I need to whisper this because I got sleeping kids right now. Just a little addendum to what we talk about. So we say the wrong name. It's not Ray Parker. It's Ray Fisher is the person we're referencing. Ray Parker is the singer that did the Ghostbusters theme song. So, yeah, we got that one wrong. Hugely wrong. Um, anyway, enjoy the show. Tuesday, I had court. Do you hear like the... Yeah, your gain was a bit up too long. Oh, okay. That's what the issue was. <clears throat> so Tuesday, I had court. And, Akron. Yep, and Tuesday, I also um, got a call as I was getting ready to leave work to go in mm-hmm. from the repair shop. I'm like, okay, um, we finally have your quote together. And this is like... Two weeks after they told me that they would have my quote ready. Of course. And he's like, you know, it'll be like 1500 bucks to fix everything. It's uh, still drivable, isn't it? Yes and no. Okay. Like, I can, I can drive it, but if I drive it, I can, I can get a ticket yeah. because I've got a broken taillight. Yes, but a taillight isn't much to fix, so what else is... But a taillight incurs a fine. It does. I'm not saying that, but why isn't the shop fixing it so within two we're, weeks if it's just a tailor? We're, we're getting to that. It's also you an entire shut up. an entire bumper and the back hatch uh, uh, is crinkled at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to replace all of it. And they're, you know, it'll be like $1,586 or something like that. And we sent it into the insurance. The insurance accepted the quote. So we just have to schedule you. Yeah. And I said, okay. They're like, uh, we'll schedule you for the 23rd of December. And I was like, that's a really long way away. And then he's like, of January. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. (laughs) I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yep. How about Um, you order the parts and just give them to me mm. and I'll talk to my buddy Fox and we'll take a Saturday morning and we'll get it done in an hour and a half because that's. (laughs) It's all the more it should take, really. Yep. <laughs> and or just have the insurance cut the check to me, and I'll do it myself. Yeah. Right? But they don't do that anymore. Uh, insurance won't do that anymore. It has to be so, done by a pr- pr- yeah. Yeah. professional. Just take the money and spend it on whatever. Yeah. Else. yeah. So I have to wait until January to get my car fixed. Wonderful. Um, so then I go to court, mm-hmm. and I meet with the the paralegal mm-hmm. from the uh, prosecutor's office that has been assigned to my case because apparently the prosecutor was unavailable. Yeah, stuff like this. They really don't so bother themselves. It's a right. simple traffic thing. So yeah, right. of course, a paralegal so, would be in charge. She kind of asked me what happened, and I told her everything. And uh, Miranda went with me, and she, you know... Confirmed. Independently talked to each of us, mm. and she's like, "Okay, you know, you guys both told us the same thing. Um, so what I can offer you is, if you plead no contest, I'll waive or I'll ask the judge to waive the fine, and you'll just have to pay court costs." And I was like, "Okay." 
but then I would still be pleading that I was guilty of it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's that in-between. You're guilty, but not guilty. And she's like, well, no, you wouldn't be pleading guilty, but the uh, the judge might find you guilty of it. Um, and I was like, okay, so does that mean that I'll have points on my license? And she's like, yeah, it would be two points on your license. Yep. And I was like, that's not really acceptable to me yeah. because... Like, I didn't fucking do anything wrong. I got rear-ended. Yep. And she was like, well, the driver who hit you is supposed to be here. I subpoenaed her, and I also subpoenaed the police officers. I want to kind of talk to them and see where they're at and stuff before... uh, They make this offer. Before we proceed any Mm -hmm. further than this. And she's like, do you know... um, we can't really amend the report as it stands right now. So we just kind of have to see what happens. I said, okay. And, uh, then about 20 minutes later, she came back to get me and she was like, so, um, they're not here. (laughs) Uh, The cops or the other person The cops or the other person. Jeez. And she's like, so, um, you could take the offer that I, I laid out. Or if you choose to plead not guilty, I'll have to ask for a continuance and you'll have to come up for another uh, court date when the actual prosecutor can Mm -hmm. uh, do the case. You can try to talk to the judge and be like, no, just solve the case now. Um, But normally they side with the prosecutor's office and you'll have to make another court date. And I was like, listen, I'm already further behind than if I just would have paid the fucking ticket. Mm. Because at this point, I've missed a whole day of work between two half days for for court dates. Like, the gas to get up here, the time, and the just fucking irritation. Yeah, the headache, yeah. I'm like, so you want me... You want me to come back again? And she's like, well, yeah. I was like, okay, well, it's not like a five-minute jumped up the road for me like i'm an hour away it's really not worth it for me to do this yeah so i guess i'm going to plead no contest yeah because i would rather have it done now yeah than have to wait further no it does i do just explain that sarah no 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 contest is that in between spot where you're not guilty and guilty and so the the judge if if you plead no contest, the judge then makes a decision whether you're guilty or not mm-hmm. guilty. If he finds you guilty, then you... You pay everything. Th- well, no, then you uh, pay whatever the agreed upon is. Yeah, so yeah. Like, like the court costs. Because, yeah. because I pled not guilty, he found... Or because I pled no contest, he found me guilty, but he waived the fine and made me pay yeah. court costs. You were willing to work with the system is what happened there. Right. And... I wasn't really, but they kind of fucking strong-armed me to to have to. And she was, you know, looking at my my rap sheet, if you will. And I was like, you know, I really don't want points on my license because I haven't had any points on my license in... She's like, oh, um, the last time you were pulled over for anything at all was a seatbelt ticket in 2015 right 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, and do you see where my last accident was? And she's like, yeah, um, 2004. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So about 20 years ago. Yeah, just about, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I was trying to drive safely again and got fucking hit. So now it's become a running joke that, uh, like, anytime I go to the, uh, the gym Mm -hmm. with my friend Fox, um, or anything, and he sees somebody almost rear end someone else, or it's like, oh, that that would be the, the, the guy who got rear ended's fault. Like, (laughs) I know, I've fucking been there. (laughs) And I just, it's so fucking irritating. Yeah, it's frustrating. You're you don't want to plead no contest because obviously it wasn't your fault. You slowed down. You didn't right. stop. Right. Slowing down is probably the safest option. What you would think in the moment, anyway, because you're making sure that nothing's going to cross over. Because like we talked about last time we recorded, we have a similar stop like that or off ramp like that near our mall where right. it's a continuous turn. Right now, what sometimes happens is some dipshits in the opposite lane. The lane right beside that lane uh-huh. that you're just continuously turning will immediately, the moment they have the space, pull right over. Even though it's a solid fucking line right. and they're not supposed to fucking move over, they will right away. I will slow down. I don't stop. I will slow down and just make sure nobody's fucking crossing over before I continue on. It seems like something similar like, yeah, of, kind of. like that was it's, happening with you and it fucked you in the end. Yeah. It's just irritating and I don't really like to think that this way, but part of me can't help but think it first of all let me say that i support blm Mm -hmm. i think that black lives do in fact matter and i think that uh police violence against african americans is a bad thing Uh uh-huh but akron cops shot and killed a man a black man yeah Two months before this happened. Yeah. And the woman who hit me was African-American. Oh, uh, do you and think they with, just didn't want the... With with racial tension still kind of high, yeah. I think they just went, eh, white guy. Yeah. Your fault. It's possible that could have been the case, especially if it's the uh, same precinct, same or people from that same precinct. Same officer. Same officer. One of them. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, it's quite possible. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a little bit irritating, but I'm not so mad at, like, the... I'm not, I'm not mad at... African-American uh, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at her <laughs> right. for that aspect. The cop. I'm, I'm more mad at the police department <laughs> right. who, who were like, oh, what's that? You killed someone? You get a free pass, honey. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. you, you smashed into somebody's rear end? No, it was probably his fault. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen. It sucks, but, yeah, it happens just because they don't want to deal with the... "Quote unquote bad PR, but right, and but the good news, the positive spin. <laughs> but uh, on that same fucking in that same argument, Ryan, uh, black people have to deal with being murdered in the streets. Yes, right. you get the blame for a traffic violation. Yes, <laughs> the, the, the scale's not balanced, right there. No, no, I I know it's not balanced. <laughs> but I'm a big believer in like both things can still be true. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can still blame people for their faults yeah, yeah. without murdering them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, murder doesn't have to be on the table. Right. <laughs> but uh, you can still hold people of that particular race. Culture. Ac- or culture accountable. Yes. For their actions. Yes. 
I, which, I get what you're saying. Which is just like, it's just logical to me. Like, like, oh, well, racial tension's bad. So, so just, just take this one for the team, yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah pretty much and is what he was saying. No, yeah. <laughs> because I shouldn't have to. Yeah. Especially but, when you were being cautious and everything. So, but the the positive spin I'm trying to put on it is, I'm done with it. Like, yeah, yeah. I paid. It's all said and done. I paid the port the you'll, court costs. You'll have points on your license for what? For two years. Two years, yeah. Um, but like my driving record shows, yeah, I haven't go by had and, anything yeah. in seven years, so you should it be fine. should not be an issue. No, it's just irritating because yeah. that probably puts me on the hook for repairing. Everything no, through my insurance. No, you only have to pay the deductible. No, no, no. I know, but oh. my insurance company will have to pay that and could potentially penalize me by raising my rates mm. and all that stuff. I think if it, I think they go off of how frequently this happens. Right. I think the right. algorithm that they use offers them accident forgiveness too, and they won't up your rates. I'm not sure. I I still have to make a few calls about the rest of it. What will happen after right. everything's all settled? Now. Right. Once once everything settles, but I am done with Akron City Courts. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have to go back up there, and I'm pretty much done with the just the, the city whole, of Akron. The whole city. <laughs> yeah, that's Akron. what I was about to say. You probably like, should just avoid Akron. Like together. I'm just I'm just not going to go back. Like I I gave them you know the the court costs, and yeah. I was like, this is the last money that I'm giving the city of Akron. Yep. And then I pulled out of the parking garage realizing that I had to pay. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is the last money that I'm giving the city of Akron. At least you didn't get an accident on your way out of Akron. That's what I thought the story was going to lead to. I pulled out of the garage and I got fucking sideswiped. No, no, I would, I would not be as calm and collected right. as I am if that were the case. I would be very, very upset. I would be upsetty spaghetti, right. if you will. Why was you upset with women? Oh yeah, yeah. When you walked That's in, he's like, "You're a race." Your race? <laughs> oh, just because like I was ready to walk out the door, and then she was oh, like, she, "Oh well." Let's, she wanted to go somewhere else. Let's let's you know take me to my mom's, and we'll stop and get me Chipotle, and <laughs> and like I'm supposed to record it. Two, <laughs> and you want me to pick you up uh, Chipotle. I'm like, it's like a half hour to get out there, and your Chipotle will be ready at 10 till. Yeah. And then I still have to take you to your mother's. <laughs> Look, but you can just he, be infuriating. He works Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And he comes in and records, and I'm sure he does equally stuff that you do, right? His okay. job is more labor. I asked you to bring home pizza! Yeah, the one time I don't, I get fucking crucified. <laughs> I didn't bring home pizza one night. I was like, no, I don't really want to get anything. So I was like, all right, that's fine. We, we have stuff. Yeah, once again, the one Chipotle? time I don't. <laughs> uh, so the other night, I just didn't want to get pizza. That's simply it. I had a fucking long week. Just didn't want to fucking stop somewhere to get pizza. So I was like, do we have stuff at home? She's like, yeah, it's easy stuff, but I want pizza. I was like, well. Please don't make me get pizza. <laughs> she she didn't make me go get pizza, so I came home, and then ever since then I've heard no, you wouldn't no, get me pizza. Anything because I didn't tell the kids just in case he said no because oh, there's that kids, as well. And he had said no, so I didn't say anything to the kids. It was just a conversation between me. It's and a twelve him. and so a nine year old. And I I don't know. I did something, and he's like, just because I wouldn't go get pizza, and the kids go, oh, you didn't bring us home pizza. And I'm like, ha ha. How? <laughs> How 
dare you, <laughs> right. Gregory? No, you got Chipotle for girlfriend. Yes. And my point. I have dedicated my point, years of my life. My to point you, is the one time I don't. How many times before this incident have I gotten pizza or Chipotle or sushi or McDonald's or whatever the fuck you want or just groceries in general after I've gotten off of work? How many times? Uh, Too many to fucking count. Uh, yeah. But the one time I don't, woman. I you Ryan doesn't tell Miranda no. Uh, sometimes. Ryan's also in a new relationship, so shut up. Yeah, I've dedicated 17 years of my life to you and <laughs> yeah. your happiness. Seven, He's only had a 17, year and a half. 17 versus two. <laughs> yeah. Like, two like yeah, yeah, I still say yes to most things, but every once in a while I'm like, no. <laughs> right. what I'm like, saying is I will will you buy me a $500 Squishmallow so that's 36 <laughs> inches tall? No! <laughs> Why do you fucking need that? What is it? Five hundred dollars squishmallow. No, just, just ridiculous things. <laughs> it sounds about right with the squishmallows. Yeah. Even though they're just fucking stuffed animals, Ryan. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's like that. And uh, what do they call them now? Sunnies, which is just fucking sunglasses. Flippy floppy. You've never heard of sunnies? No. Literally, they're calling sunglasses now sunnies. I've been doing that forever. It's fucking infuriating. <laughs> oh. I don't. You know how I know I'm old, <laughs> right? Now? Because I don't understand the youth of today. Like, what was wrong with sunglasses? That's my point. There was no, there was nothing inherently bad about the phrase sunglasses, none whatsoever. But for some reason, now we're calling them sunnies, like we're fucking infants. I just, I, I, just, I, just I, don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. Why, why is it so hard? <laughs> On the other side of that spectrum, Ryan, we could be hearing things as ridiculous like Kanye West. I don't know if you, I don't know if you oh, heard the latest about b- him. Believe me. <laughs> or Ye is what he's calling himself nowadays. No, Ye. Ye, whatever ye. the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, I've, I know. All about more than I want to yeah, because yeah. it's drama and it's on TikTok. So yeah. of course, <laughs> my algorithm is based around a bunch of political shit. So yeah, there's constantly people that I don't follow, obviously because they're on the for you page. But my algorithm is set up to just, I guess, pay attention to political stuff. And part of it was Ye on Alex Jones's show. Yeah, with the fucking like black mask on. I don't know what the fuck it was. He just had his entire face and hands covered up. See, I I haven't seen any of that, but I I saw that he basically praised uh, Hitler. Uh, yeah, I, I heard the audio clip of him yeah. saying that, you know, Hitler did some good things even yeah. though he did this one thing that was bad and Jesus forgives everybody. <laughs> right. Yada 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 and I guess I'm a Nazi. Yeah. And now he's banned from Twitter. And Alex Jones was like, "Well, you don't really Think that Hitler was good. And then fucking he went on his tirade about how Hitler was a good person. He was just misguided or whatever the fuck. Alex Jones was like, don't yeah. do this. You know, you know, how do you know that you've really, really fucked up and you're way <laughs> off base? If Alex Jones is the voice of reason. <laughs> right. Also with them is uh, Nick Fuentes. I don't know if you know who Nick Fuentes is. Yeah. Just like the rightest of right-wing yeah. nut jobs, a, a grubby he, little piece of shit. Yeah, he doesn't believe that six million people were killed during the Holocaust. He believes that 
once Trump gets back into office, he should just stay there for fucking ever, just become a dictatorship, blah, blah, blah. Just the worst fucking... He's been kicked off of every social media platform, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Nobody will fucking have him on because he spews just the worst fucking shit in the world. Um... And there was another, uh, what was it, uh, pl- uh, political talking head, Tim Pool. Yeah. He's also just the worst of the worst. After the Club Q shooting happened, and uh, he's one of these people that think that gay people are grooming children. Yeah. Even though time and time again we have instances where it's just, quote-unquote, straight hetero males fucking abusing children. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, smacking them around. I mean, essaying them like no fucking other. Catholic the whole Catholic Church. Yes, a projection to the nth fucking degree. But Tim Pool is one of those nut jobs that believe that gay people or people that take their children to drag shows are grooming their children to be gay or molested right. in some way. Uh, he had Kanye on his podcast recently, and Tim Pool wouldn't do the Jewish question, if you will, about any of the rhetoric that Kanye's been spewing lately, and. He was like, well, whenever you say they, I don't think it's they. I think it's individual. This is what Tim Pool said. And then Kanye's like, what do you mean you don't know who they are? And then before Tim Pool can even reply, Kanye just gets up and leaves. No explanation. Just the moment he had a little bit of pushback, Kanye was like, nope, I'm out, and leaves. Which just shows the bitch tendency that this quote-unquote genius is fucking has, if you will. So, uh, and uh, There was also the dinner with Trump. At Mar a yeah, Lago yeah, yeah. with he and Nick Fuentes. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh. And Milo Yiannopoulos, who is a pro pedophile. Yeah. Like, he believes children need to be, if they want to be molested, should be molested. Yeah. That's the type of people that Kanye, this quote unquote genius, is hanging out with. Maya, Milo Yiannopoulos, a fucking disgusting human being. But went to uh, a dinner with Trump at Mar a Lago. Yeah, yeah. Said that he was planning to run for president and wanted Trump to be his, Trump to be his VP. VP. Yep. <laughs> and at that point, Trump just got pissed and was like, no, get out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, Elon Musk banned Ye off of Twitter yeah, he because posted he posted a, posted a fucking swastika. <laughs> so uh, clearly, Elon has his limits. Like fucking everybody else, he has his fucking limits where you can't post shit like that. Even though Elon's like, whoa, free speech is uh, legal again on Twitter. I'm a a free speech absolutist. Yeah. Until you post a fucking swastika. Or parody a bunch of shit. Yeah, or parody him, specifically. (laughs) Uh, Twitter's still a shit show, of course, based on all that. Uh, It's it's dying slower than I thought it would. I thought by... The end of this year, Twitter would probably be out. I think they may hold off until after the new year before Twitter just completely implodes or someone else comes in and picks up the pieces after Elon gets sued into the fucking ground by like companies like Eli Whitney and all that. Uh, and his employees that he violated like Fair Labor yeah, Acts yeah. and stuff with. That yeah. He... Uh, he wasn't allowed to lay off without some sort of notice. Yep. And yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's all sorts of legal battles that yep. have to go on <laughs> with the, with the whole of it's just a fucking shit show. Twitter shit. Uh, that being said, what have you watched over the, since the last time we were, um, not really a whole lot new. Um, I'm watching, uh, an anime, which you don't really have any, uh, interest in. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. 
Oh, okay. No. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not Attack on Titan. Right. So it's not the one that you know. <laughs> um, but it's pretty good. Um, and then uh, Miranda and I have been re-watching uh, Big Bang. Okay. Um, it's kind of fun going back through there. And What are your feelings about Big Bang? I have mixed feelings about it, honestly. Do you think it's an insult to like nerd culture? Because there are a lot of nerds that fucking sometimes that think it's like a slight against nerd. Sometimes culture. I still find it so funny though. Like I'm not trying to be insensitive, but like I like it. I don't think it's that much of a, a slight against nerd culture. I think it's it's basically they're the, the I guess quote unquote smart people's version of what a nerd is even though mo- a lot of nerds aren't like Leonard or Sheldon right see that's that's my my hang up like not all nerds are have their doctorate or even or even like uh what's his name Howard they're not right like borderline sexually harassing women and shit right like there are those there, nerds there there are those tropes that exist but like just once it would be nice to like you could have them guest star as themselves i mean i know the show is over now yeah um but they could have had them guest star as themselves like uh joe mangello or vin diesel both are huge D &D players oh okay uh joe mangello if you look at his um his mansion that he bought um his I don't remember his wife's name, but Sofia Vergara. Yeah, she wanted to turn this one room into like a dance studio, and he was like, "No, baby, I've got a better idea." And it's now like the most badass D and D room I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like he's got uh, mounted like dragon heads on the walls, mm-hmm. and like a beholder chandelier, and like it just looks fucking awesome. And uh, from what I understand, his D and D. Uh, campaigns are like who's who of Hollywood, like James Gunn, yeah, the whole yeah. nine yards. So it, it's been an interesting. Yeah, he's got that clothing line called Death Saves. Yep, as well. It's been interesting to see someone like Joe Manganiello is a huge D and D. Yeah, and then uh, Vin Diesel uh, does D and Diesel, which is his D and D group. Um, and then you've got you know. Um, Critical role, like all of the voice actors mm. from everything forever, mm. like all play. Like Matt Mercer um, is the DM, and he's got a bunch of like voice actors that come on and mm-hmm, play. Mm-hmm. And like, just once, I would like to see something other than the "I'm no good with girls." I'm gonna go buy some comic books, yeah. nerd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not great with girls normally but mm-hmm. i'm in a very happy relationship mm-hmm. and i still want to go get comic books <laughs> right which like eventually they get to it but they have to have their awkward phase for the yeah. first three and I, seasons. I was we were watching it the other day and i was thinking about this i was like well when this series start off started off nerd culture was starting to come up on the rise we still had those tropes like you said of like nerds not being able to pick up girls and how they uh, resign themselves to just playing D and D or collecting comic books and shit like that. But then, as the culture shifted and nerds, we, people started seeing nerds as somewhat multifaceted human beings, other than just right more than more than one dimension. That show did not keep up with right how things were changing. Right. It still was all this nerd can't get and, this girl, and they just hit the same tropes over and over again. And 
I I fluctuate. Like I do enjoy the show as a whole, but some of the episodes I'm just like Yeah, I know. Like this this is not something that would actually happen yeah. in a group of nerdy friends. Yeah. The reason I know this is because I have <laughs> multiple nerdy friends <laughs> right, right. and none of these situations have ever come up ever yeah, in yeah. anything. Yeah. I like the ca- character development. There's a lot of sitcoms where I know it's just slocky can laughter bullshit that I really fucking enjoy. And big bang is one of those where I know that it's just, uh, I guess cookie cutter, maybe paint by numbers when it comes to like sitcoms, but I like the character development, like Sheldon's character development from being like this recluse, like uh, germaphobe to where he ends up with Amy Farrah Fowler, where he they right. end up having sex and everything, and obviously it takes a while to get there, but it's interesting to see that that right. character progress. Um, but young Sheldon's really cute. I don't know. I just i I have really mixed feelings about yeah, it, and yeah. like, yeah, I guess that's the, that's just the the best one. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I can't really explain it any further than yeah, that. Yeah. Like, some of the episodes, I'm just like, no. Yeah, some of them are fun, but. Yeah, some of them are just like... Mm. I'm like, you can skip this. Yeah. Like, it's just bullshit. At this point, you're just shitting on nerds because it's the lowest common right. denominator. You, you can dunk on them and yeah. that's... Everyone it's can funny. dunk on... Yeah, yeah. Everybody can dunk what on the nerds. Anytime it's... Uh, any any sort of like story arc where it's Leonard can't get the girl because he's socially awkward or anytime Sheldon is being... Um, Sheldon. Sheldon, I guess, yeah. Just well, flipping with Sheldon people's... So that's, okay, at the that's beginning, true. yes, but then he's still that midway through, and then it's not to like the what last like three seasons where he's somewhat affectionate and apathetic, right. or empathetic, not apathetic, but empathetic in some way. So it takes a while to get there, and the whole idea of like nerds not being able to pick up girls or nerds just you know not na- knowing how to socially but interact nerds, with people. Every time Howard Wallowitz hits on a girl, it's, it's all borderline socially <laughs> or all, uh, sexual harassment. Oh, right. nerds are all fucking horned up yeah. sex perverts. I did yeah. that one, but I was asking like, what about like? Um, or or Raj. Every time there's a pretty girl, nerds just shut down and sit there because they can't talk to the pretty girl. Well, I think they kind of did the whole story with he had like some kind of like trauma like from his parents that's how they explained it away but it just seemed like just i don't know lazy storytelling Uh, it's just it's fine it's just not how i would want a show wrapped around in nerd culture gets the girl like i never taken the fact that no i get that but that that trope is very fucking small like, those people were not getting the girls, that incel, almost borderline people, are like, very people fucking small. nerds don't always get the girl that they want. There, there are huge no, swaths and, of nerds that do end up and getting girls. Either mean, other nerdy girls or gamer girls or shit like... Oh, shit. Oh. That, while, while that is true, what we're saying is... I'm, just, I'm not disagreeing the, with you, I'm just trying to understand. The... And I guess... I guess one of my biggest... One of my biggest pet peeves is the will they, won't they. But yeah. they did that with Ross and uh, yeah, Rachel. Exactly. That's a, that's they a did, sitcom thing. They did that with Ross and Rachel. Right. We should probably just leave right. it with Ross which, and Rachel. Uh, which means that it's a trope in like every, in okay. the in the office, the Jim and Pam storyline. Yeah, I thought in, it was a thing. Like that's a sitcom thing. That's a it is a thing. Sitcom. What we're saying is that it shouldn't be a thing. Uh, okay. Fuck, it shouldn't even have been a thing with Ross and Rachel because before that it was... Um, uh, Sam and Diane. Sam and Diane. Yeah. In Cheers. Oh, in Cheers. <laughs> like, yeah. Did we have that? We Grace? we don't. And and I think say? I think my biggest problem with the Big Bangs version of it is it's the rubber band. 
because it's will they or won't they? And then, oh, they do. And then they break up. And then, oh, I made a mistake and I really want him back, but now he's with this girl. And, oh, now I really want her back, but now he's with this guy. And it's just like, just get together and be done with it. TV has also changed a lot in the last like 10 years. Um, We're seeing a lot. Yeah, it has because you're not seeing so many shows with like 24 episode seasons. They're more like 12, 12 15, 18, something wrong, somewhere in there. Sometimes six episodes. And I think that's uh, Walking Dead just ended its series, the original Walking Dead series. It went on a bit too long, but I think the reason it went on a bit too long is because it had 24 episodes a season. Right. So you had episodes in there that were just straight up fillers. Right. And we don't need that anymore. Well, People and, don't care about that and, shit anymore. Uh, and anime does that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's whole seasons of anime. Like, you, I'm, I know there's a website. I don't know what it is. But you can find a website that will tell you, like, okay, if you're watching this, this show, mm-hmm. like, we'll use uh, Naruto as an example because I know that uh, Gage has watched mm-hmm, Naruto. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want the main story, watch season one, episodes one through nine and then skip four episodes yeah. and then jump these back. ones and then because it's just filler and then, episodes and then you can nothing. jump an entire season and then get into this mm-hmm. and because there's just huge amounts of filler and part of the reason that I, I can't speak to uh to tv like why they do it in like sitcoms and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. uh but for manga um bleach is one that has a ton of filler in it um and the reason that it has so much filler in it is because they were releasing it with the manga. Oh, okay. And they got to a point where they were ahead of the manga, and they had to stop and let the manga catch, catch up. up. Yeah. Because the next whatever ten episodes or twelve episodes were going to be the next four or five books, mm. and so they had to wait. And they released an entire season of filler. Yeah, that that tends to happen. Is that, and that, that's and that's the point that I get to every time I try to watch Bleach, and then I just fucking quit. The filler episodes, yeah, they yeah. just completely the, drop off. The filler season. If you didn't have the trope of them getting back and forth together, like I can't think of a show that I even watch that doesn't like have that trope. Like The Office, our go-to on a bad day. We rewatched The Office. But it's not because of the Jim and Pam stuff. We're not going to The Office for the Jim and Pam stuff. Well, and... Uh, I go to The Office for the Dwight and Jim stuff. And it's not even, like, a rubber band thing. Because they... He confesses his love. She's not into it. No, she's into it. Well, she's into it, but she says no. Yeah. He leaves, he comes back, and then she's into him, but he's dating this new girl... She was always into him. She just was stuck right. in and the then, relationship she didn't know how to get out of. And then she gets with him, and then they're together. Yep. The and, moment they hook up, and they, they're together. Yeah. And they show that you can still have like disagreements and stuff within that relationship. Mm-hmm. And work it out. But they don't break up and date but other people and then get a back together. There's a lot and, of shit about how um, Jim was manipulative to Pam. About buying the house without her permission, cheap supposedly like the boom mic thing that you hate. You stop watching it around that time. Yeah, I can't see in the the, the boom mic and operator jumping into the storyline who's impossibly pretty. I'm just like, nope, yeah. I'm out. That seemed that's just boring. But they did that boring. because supposedly Jim was 
So that was in story. I, I, that's an actual storyline that they were playing with that Jim cheated on Pam while he's in Philadelphia, but they never went anywhere with no, that story because. because the whole, like, yeah, the. It, a, it's a it's a comedy show, so let's right. not bring in like Emotion. just this entire fucking storyline where it would just destroy fucking everybody. Right, because you'd have to pick sides. Do you like Pam or do you like Jim? Like, you would have to pick Like, it's the Rachel Ross thing again. Mm. But it's not back and forth like he's saying. They try to, or Jim tries to coerce her away from her. They still brought in the boom mic thing. Yeah, that he, that she was emotionally cheating on Jim, if you will. Right, but he was, but they didn't bring in the he was cheating on her thing. No, he was just ignoring her. So they did something similar, just in a different way. He was mainly uh, concentrating on the new job that he was right. starting. Well, and are you are you saying that if he was cheating on her, then it would be okay about the boom mic thing? Like, like there has to be a tit for tat. There is a tit for tat. That's dumb. <laughs> That's just fucking dumb. <laughs> Everything in my relationship with Greg is a competitive thing. That, that's, that's just that's just dumb. Even if it comes down to infidelity, like it is a competitive fucking thing. Yeah, if I were ever to cheat on her, the, the thing that she would do immediately afterwards, after we get into the argument, is go fuck someone else. And then after that one, go fuck another one. Fuck him. Yes. Like, bitch, one now. What are you gonna do? She's incredibly competitive. That's why I don't play games with her anymore. Because she's incredibly All right, competitive. So. So you guys apparently need to uh, to check out a game called It Takes Two. <laughs> because it's not competitive. You have to work, work together <laughs> to beat the game. Otherwise, you can't fucking do it. I feel like we might be I've it seen the game, but I, I, I've nowhere near approached the subject with her. Because <laughs> even if there is no competition, there's, she'll figure there's out a There's still a competition somewhere. Because in the Lego games, we... I finished the, my part I so much faster than yours. I won't play Lego with him because he herds all the coins. Even though it's a joint fucking effort. <laughs> by the end of the game, if I have more than her, she loses her shit. <laughs> For those who didn't hear... So in the Lego game, if you play two players, you uh, while you're playing the game and shit, going through levels and stuff, you can collect these studs. And now the studs, each individual will collect their tally. But at the end of the game, all they gets, go to a shared pool. Yes, but with Sarah, she gets incredibly competitive with that. Like if I have maybe a hundred over her, she's like, "See, you you collected them all. You didn't let me collect any." I'm just like it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's just no. us running through the story of and a Lego world. joined when there is player one and player two's amount. Yeah, but at the end, they all go into one pool. Right. But during the gameplay, you're all running around collecting all the coins. All before me. To get all the coins. To get whatever. True Jedi or true Excelsior or whatever right. the fuck. Whatever Lego version we're playing. Just give me time and I'll help you collect them and then we can collect them equally. Well, or why, why don't you collect them faster then? Yeah. If you know how I why, am, why don't you get? Why do you get distracted? And <laughs> yeah. I'm beating up the bad guys. <laughs> or we just not play games together anymore. I'm more than happy with that we scenario. Were fine when we played that one, that Which injustice one. one? It wasn't injustice. Um, you got to be the different superheroes, and you had to walk through. We played it like it was before Gage. It, like we stay up all night and play it. Oh, can, um, can uh. Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did fine with that one. No, you had the same fucking argument. No, you stopped. Because you had points that you could you collect while you're doing it. You stopped doing it on that one. Lego, for some reason, you won't stop. But that one, you're like, okay, I'll share. Because 
Because you needed the coins individually to level up. And since it wasn't a joint account, you actually did let me. Hey. You was like, oh, honey, go get that thing because that's going to help you get a new outfit. Like, you was helpful. You're still strengthening my argument. You're still strengthening my argument because obviously, like I've said, it was Lego. It doesn't matter. It's all communal. Right, but you could still... And the moment you had to fucking get points and needed to use those points on an individual level, I was more helpful. Yes, you was, but you're not that helpful in Lego. Because it doesn't matter! Because it doesn't matter! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking woman! I didn't want to be on the same level as you. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You're ridiculous. Uh, that is a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, uh, have you watched Game of Thrones? I know I keep asking, but have you finished no. Game of Thrones yet? All right, so we'll just move past that. Uh, have you watched the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy hol- holiday special? No. It is brilliant. I was going to watch it today, but I uh, ran out of time before. It's so good. Because he went and got his girlfriend Chipotle like a loving boyfriend. Oh, shut up. Uh, so <laughs> the holiday special is literally just uh, Mantis and Drax trying to get Peter uh, some sort of special gift. Because they feel bad that Peter's in the dumps about, you know, he's at this point, the running nowhere. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. The yeah. running nowhere because after, what was it, uh, Endgame. Just everything's in disarray at this point. So they're running nowhere. The big celestial head that they were fighting the... Oh, God, what was his name? And the... the um, uh, Ro- uh, Ronan? No. Yeah, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, Ronan the Accuser. They fought Ronan in that big like mining colony type thing inside right, the celestial head. Right, the head of a celestial. Well, now Peter and his gang are now running nowhere. And Peter's... They bought it off of the Collector. Yes. Peter's a bit bummed out. And because he Gamora's off wherever the fuck she is, and he's running nowhere, and it does just things seem to be heavy for heavy as the head that wears the crown type thing, and so Mantis and Drax come up with the idea to try to get a present for Peter, and that present happens to be the greatest fighter Peter has ever told them about, Kevin Bacon, and it is fucking hysterical. <laughs> it sounds pretty great. Uh, fucking Kevin Bacon initially is like, what the fuck is this? Because we see Mantis just jumping all over the place in his home like a fucking crazed spider just launching at her, at Kevin Bacon trying to get a hold of him in some manner. And the dynamic between Mantis and Drax is so fucking sweet. Like, you saw in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 where she was more gullible to Drax's bullshit. Uh-huh. This time around, she's like, no, you fucking idiot. That's not how it is. And just berates the man <laughs> for anything stupid he has to say. But uh, there are instances where she's like, no, that can't be true. And calls him an idiot. And then is still not quite sure if he is being stupid or not. And asks, like, uh, at one point they're beating up cops. And while these cops are, like, a bit wounded. They're not dead, but they're a bit, like, they've been in a fight. She's like, hey, my friend says this is, and she's holding a candy cane, it's a person. Is this a person? And these beaten up cops are like, no, no. And she lays it beside them. And she's like, that's what I thought. Drax is so stupid. And then walks away. (laughs) (laughs) It is so much fun to fucking watch. We see a much older group. We see much calmer rocket in this movie. See, uh, is he tank group yet? Yes. What yeah, yeah, was he'll be big, in, broad, in baby three. face. Yeah, yeah. He's a massive shape, so yeah. And by the end of the episode, it's pretty interesting to see how everything shakes out. It's a sweet little episode, it means nothing in the grand scheme of right. MCU things, but it does see it does show uh that 
this family is still going strong even after every fucking thing that happened. Right. Nebula's with him, of course. Craglin. Uh-huh. I think Craglin's going to have a much bigger part being that he has Yondu's mohawk and everything. Yep. So should be interesting. I can't wait. Which, by the way, did you see the trailers trailer for the new Guardians movie? Yes. What did you think? Did you see all the trailers that got recently released? Did you see the Indiana Jones trailer? I, I did not watch that one yet. That looks stupidly good. We we see a young Indiana Jones like full on face. It seems like it's Indiana Jones from like uh, the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. where it's Indiana Jones in the Nazi garb tied up in a chair and shit. And it looks very similar to that. It looks fucking amazing. But the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. What did you think of the trailer? Whew. It looks really good. I we see Adam I, Warlock. In I it. don't know where I'm going to cry first in that movie. <laughs> like it looks like it's going to be real heavy. The rocket the stuff looks like it's going to be heavy because we see Rocket with his girlfriend, yeah. the the otter chick. I can't remember her name. There's an otter. Lola. Lola, I think is her name. Yes. So yes, in Rocket's backstory, he has fallen. He falls in love with a hyper intelligent otter like him. Only spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, just to get you ready. She dies. She dies. In his arm. In his arm, she dies. No. So, yeah, it, it, it's pretty fucked up. The the look that on Sarah's the face comics? there. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Um, I think that storyline is gonna fucking break me. But I also I think that Drax it. is dying in this movie. Drax yeah. Is dying. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Because Dave Bautista has already said he, if James Gunn is not coming back for a fourth one, he's not coming back. And when, James has already said he's not coming back well, for a fourth one. Who's ja- who's James. Who's James is the writer-director of the Guardians movies. And he's now way too busy to come back for a fourth Guardians movie. Yeah, he's he, now he's in co-chair. charge of all of DC's movies. So there's been a huge like uh, shift in DC. So James Gunn directed that most recent Suicide Squad, uh, Squad movie. The Suicide Squad movie. With all those like, uh, like D-list... Uh, Weasel and... Uh, what was uh, it? Nathan Fillion, um, what the hell was he? The the detachable kid. Yeah, was detachable it? kid, yeah. polka dot man. Just D list fucking characters. Because of the su- success of that, DC was like, if you ha- want to do more with us, we're more than willing. And then eventually things progressed into he is co chairing all of DC. I think it's some man named Peter. He's a producer on a bunch of DC movies. Him and James Gunn are now co chairing. The DC films and how everything's gonna progress forward. The DC film universe, and they've already said that the films, TV shows, uh, animated movies, animated shows are all gonna intertwine and connect in some way. And with each one, they've. I mean, he's he's still working with Marvel. I mean, while he was doing Suicide Squad, the reason he went on to Suicide Squad is because there's like this huge like right wing campaign to get him. Off of the third Guardians movie. Why? Disney dropped him because of uh, uh, backstage political bullshit. Um, they realized that was a fucking mistake yeah. because he went over to fucking DC, directed that Suicide that. Squad movie. Everything seemed to calm down. Everything shaked out properly. The reason that they fucking everybody honed in on James Gunn is because he was at a, it's in poor taste, but he was at a Halloween party of like, of like real like psychopath or some shit like that, and he went as a pedophilic priest. It was a Halloween party. Go as like actual evil people, and but he went not, as. That, he's not, that, I mean, that happens. And, and these right wing fucking right. nut jobs. But like, you get molested by your priest way more than you get 
And these right wing, these right wing nut jobs did not care about context. They just seen him making fun of pedophilia. Went on this whole tirade. Disney let him go. They didn't fire him. James was like, I totally fucking get it. It was a mistake from my past. I get it's not something to joke about. Blah blah blah. Just the whole, you know. Yeah, it's not like it's not like it was something that he did while he was directing. Yeah, yeah, it was years before. It was years in the past, but. Somebody brought it up and here, found it. When you think of an evil person, do no, does religious priests not come to your mind in your top I know. five? I know. I know. And that's the point he was making, is that priests fucking do evil things. Right. Uh, but it didn't matter. Right. The, context, the context didn't matter. Uh, he just, all Because of all this, they let him go. He went over to D.C., directed a hell of a fucking movie with Suicide DC's Squad. Like, fuck it. We don't care. And then everything calmed down. And the cooler heads prevailed. And James Gunn came back to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we got what we were going to be getting in that movie. I think it was like March or May or somewhere in there. Is that the one where And after that, he's that? already said... James Gunn from the beginning has always said that he's only had three Guardians movies in him to make and this is the third one and this is, is the final the one third one rocket's girlfriend or do we get like a whole rocket spinoff no i think the third one's going to incorporate all these different well because you, you see in the trailer you see him hug hugging her. an uh, an otter and so we can only presume it's lola Guardians 3, is what you're telling me i think you can i don't know if she's gonna die in the movie i just know in the comics she dies so she may go away. Do you know how mad I get at you when we're watching The Walking Dead and they kill all the hearses in like the first two seasons? I'm, I'm well aware. Okay. So do you think it's going to end well for you if I have to watch a little otter that Rocket loves die? No. No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> but because of the success of Suicide Squad, him and that other guy are going to run uh, DC Studios which from everything that report early reports are saying it's like he's going to start incorporating like Z-list fucking um DC well, and, superheroes and they've like they've dead already, man shit like that. They've already um I'm pretty sure based on some of the rumors that I've heard like they got um what's the, the uh Ray the guy who played Cyborg. Oh, um Ray, yeah, I know who you're Ray talking Parker? about. Ray Parker, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they got him back. Oh, really? Um, Henry Cavill said he'll come back and play Superman again. Yeah. Um, they're in talks with Ben Affleck to get him to return, in some return as Batman. Like, they're, they're getting everybody back, and it's... And with this, uh, the, the Flashpoint movie coming out in summer of next year, I think that it'll be the perfect moment to do a reset on the DC yeah. films. Because like, we've talked about them before. Some of them are good. Some of them are just straight shit. Yeah. So them using the Flashpoint Paradox storyline as a hard reset on a lot of their DC films will be a perfect fucking moment for them. Because James Gunn, after, I think after, by the time the Flashpoint movie comes out, he'll be done with promoting Guardians. Because I think Guardians comes out a few months before right. the Flashpoint movie. So... He'll be done, pretty much. I mean, he's yeah, still to promote. I think it's May 3rd. Something like that. So he'll pretty much be done with the promotion of Guardians, and then he'll be in full swing with the DC films and everything. So it's quite possible. And I know he's already announced a few ideas, like floating around ideas. Nothing official, but we'll see how everything shakes out. But uh, in the Guardians 3 trailer, we see Adam Warlock. Yes. And he looks... We don't hear him. I'm hoping he does the Shakespearean thing. I think it would be interesting for Adam Warlock to do the Shakespearean thing. Yeah, and it's uh, 
Will Poulter. Yeah, yeah. Who's always played like this smug bad guy in a lot of things. So I'm I'm pretty excited to to see that. He looks he looks good. Yeah. And whenever you see him at like San Diego San Diego Comic Con, he looked jacked as shit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. He's got the diamond in his head and everything, and his golden skin, blonde hair. I like that they didn't go quite as gold. Yeah, with, yeah, he's a bit with like, him. He's like a tarnished, like a darker, yeah. and that it's easier to look at than yeah. the, than the the shiny. Yeah, the shiny yeah. golden. I'm interested Guardians to see too. how everything. I, I hope he sh- talks in a Shakespearean manner, like Adam Warlock does in the comics, or even in that Guardians game. They had him speaking in a very Shakespearean yeah. manner, which I, I would be fucking astounding to fucking see. You have because we already had uh, Peter and uh, Thor. Uh, mocking each other with the voice, uh-huh. Peter m- mainly mocking Thor with the voices. I would love to see like someone like Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, mocking Adam Warlock while he Adam Warlock's trying to like run through the team and shit, right. and it just stops him completely because he's like this raccoon. This is <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm trying to think if there's any other trail. I know there were a bunch of trailers that got released recently, and I can't other than Indiana Jones and. Guardians. The new Transformers movie. Oh, that's right. Beast Wars, which yeah. looks halfway decent. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that shakes out. I like Beast Wars a lot more than like the standard Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And Optimus Prime looked good. Like He didn't yeah. look like the jaggedy mess that he was in the Michael Bay movies. Looked more boxy, and, right. which is what I would expect. I mean, but, but the Michael Bay movies kind of leave a bad taste yeah. in my mouth whenever yeah. it comes to transformers so we'll see oh, hopefully it would. um the the first one was okay but anything beyond that was yeah. kind of garbage. the bumblebee b movie that w- with Haley steinfeld wasn't half bad yeah i mean john cena is a bit ridiculous in the movie but yeah whatever um so the indiana jones movie we get that uh so phoebe waller bridges character is the daughter of marcus brody brody yeah is it marcus brody pretty sure um, the the right hand man to Indiana in the like first two Indiana Jones movies, or maybe even all three of the original trilogy of Indiana Jones movies. I think he's in all three. I know he's in at least two. Can't remember if he's in Crusade or not. I'm not. Or Temple sure. of Doom or not. I know he's in Crusade and the first one. Yeah, I don't know. And then the actor dies before Crystal or Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right. So he's not in that one, of course. But the the daughter of Marcus is in this movie, and uh, Indiana Jones is her godfather, if you will. So there's a whole that aspect intertwining, and there's rumors that Phoebe Waller Bridge is going to take over the mantle of an Indiana Jones like character. That's a rumor. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think once Indy dies, I think or once uh, Harrison Ford dies, I think the Indiana Jones character dies with him. I don't think anybody else wants to play Indiana Jones. I don't think anybody else it's can. Hard. It was hard to say. Like, that's what people said about the Terminator mm. with Arnold. Right. But then they've released, what, three Ye- without and him? Some of them of. Some of them were good. Like, the, the Terminators, some of them were good. I mean, definitely in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the Terminators in those shows were right. really decent. So, um, So, I mean... As possible. So, uh, the other trailer I was thinking of is that the new trailer for the Super Mario Brother movie came out. No. Did you, did you see that? No. 
So I thought I would bump against the Chris Pratt playing Mario. Uh huh. I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, I'm not overly fond of it. I'm sure I'll be okay with it, but the voice he's doing is not. You don't. You see, hear some of Chris Pratt, but you mainly hear a New Yorker. And that seems about right. Instead of this caricature of uh, an Italian plumber. It's a me! Right. Mario! Uh, you get a more rounded character. So I'm all right with Chris Pratt playing Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I mean, we got, what, Charlie Day as Luigi. We got Jack Black as Bowser. So I think this cast is going to be fucking stellar to see as these characters. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about a Jack Black Bowser. Why? <laughs> So I, I imagine like he's just going to be Jack Black, possible, and, and like Mario's gonna show up. He's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you here?" <laughs> and just like I, he's got such a distinct voice, Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know that I'll be able to separate <laughs> it, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I think the movie will be somewhat fun. I won't know until I actually watch it. Um, but I think that's it when it came to trailers that came out recently. All right, that's this week's episode for Colloquium. If you want to check us out, go to Twitter and Instagram at Nerdinian. You can also check us out on TikTok at Nerdinian as well. And just fo- uh, like and share and follow all the normal things you would for any other podcast. Um, if you want to leave a review, leave a five-star review if you can. If you so enjoy it and want to leave it a five-star review, please do that. It helps us with the algorithm gods. Anyway, cheers. <laughs>